Hallelujah. It's a privilege to bring God's word to you. Amen. And I know that you're going to be blessed because it's God going to speak to you. Not a man. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'd like to remind you quickly in just a minute that you have come to a place of change. You have come to a place of a testimony. Hallelujah. You have come to a place where God will touch you. In fact, he has been touching you from the opening prayer till now. In fact, from the teaching of the, the class we had, he's been touching you. Hallelujah. And so no one is living here the same as you entered. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know what issues that are around your life, but you forget about them for now. God hasn't forgotten about them. As you are focusing on God this morning, God is focused on those things for you. And they will be touched by heaven. That army could have been very good. Hallelujah. One of the beautiful things of church is that by church, God is always working on us so that we can be like Christ. The church, as you have come to this morning, is God's own way of teaching us how to live like Christ. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, how much of Christ you will be has a lot to do with what kind of teachings you uh, are given where you call a church. Amen. When you come to church, you are equipped to leave this place and go and show forth Christ. And I pray that you will show forth Christ wherever you find yourself. Remember that you are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world. And so anytime you come to church and the word of God is being preached to you, it's not just to entertain you. It's not just part of the church program. No, it's very intentional. Paul said that be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it means that when your mind is renewed, you'll be transformed. When your mind is not renewed, you can be transformed. And how do you have a renewed mind? You have a renewed mind when you heed to God's word that comes to you. The one you study at home and the one that God's servants feed you with. Hallelujah. So anytime is church time, it's not a joking time. It's a serious business. You must attach all importance to it. Why? Because your destiny is defined by your church. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. And I pray that that will be in our hearts. This morning, I'll be sharing with you briefly by God's grace. If my time is up, I will stop wherever I get to. Amen. But I'll be sharing with you on kingdom service. Kingdom service. Say with me, kingdom service. I didn't hear from this side. Kingdom service. One more time. One more time. Finally. Amen. Let's read some couple of scriptures and then I'll begin to share with you quickly on a few things. Amen. Let's have the book of Matthew chapter 20 and verse number 28. Matthew 20, 28. Matthew 20, 28. The New King James says that 
just as the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many now maybe you are trying to understand what is happening there let's see verse 24 to give you clarity and when the ten heard it this is what has happened was that the two two disciples had come to Jesus with their mother that they wanted position in the kingdom the one would sit on the right one would sit on the left and so when the others heard about it in their reaction Christ gave a response so verse 25 says but Jesus called them to himself and said you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and those who are great exercise authority over them yet it shall not be so among you but whoever desires to become great among you let him be your servant and whoever desires to be first among you let him be your slave then the verse 28 now just as the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many amen you can find the same scripture the same scripture in mark 10 45 and let's look at john chapter 12 verse 26 john 12 26 great servants are in this house amen if anyone serves me let him follow me where i am there my servant will be also if anyone serves me him my father will honor so if anyone serves me let him follow me what did he do that we should follow in matthew that we read 2028 he says that just as the son of man came not to be served but he to serve and give his life for many so here he's saying that if you will serve me so you show your service to christ by following christ and doing what he did and what did he do he gave himself he came to serve not to be served so that goes to say that if i am not serving like christ served and giving up my life for his cause i am not following the proof of your following the you are doing what he did what did he do he didn't come to be served he came to serve and so in the first scripture we read jesus christ shows us two kingdoms and how they do their things in the first kingdom amongst men those that are great want to be served but in our kingdom those that are great are great by service what it means is this in this kingdom you don't grow out of service if you grow out of service you've grown out of greatness it means in this kingdom maturity is not measured by titles maturity in this kingdom is not measured 
by how many are serving you and your influence over them in this kingdom your maturity is measured by how more of a servant you are as you grow in the faith so in this kingdom we do not grow upwards we grow downwards the more we grow the downward we go as we grow in the Lord the sign of your growth in the Lord is more service if service reduces as you claim to grow in the Lord it means that life is leaving you the proof that God's life is resident in you is not by the heaviness of your tongues it's not how many people that falls down when you lay hands in the kingdom the ease with which you submit to service is a proof of the life of God in you the proof that eternal life is in you it's not by plenty confession it's by how easy it is for you to submit to serve if you are in this kingdom and you see service as humiliation you have deviated in this kingdom the path up is not up it's down in this kingdom we don't rank by height we rank by depth you want a great person in this kingdom is a great servant is somebody with me at all so as you are here as you are here listen to the word of God right now you can tell the level of your spirituality by how you are serving now if your service in the kingdom has gone down it shows how your prayer life has been because you know something when you pray more and fast more and study the word of God more you serve more so the proof that your prayers are correct is your willingness to serve in this kingdom we don't grow wings our wings are chopped off daily why because the Holy Spirit is our wing is somebody here with me at all? We're just discussing the scripture. I've not yet started sharing with you what is in my mind yet. Hallelujah. You know, it's amazing how we sometimes think, okay, so somebody is, uh, um, is, a, is a member of a church and then he's serving, you know. For example, he makes sure things are done. He comes to church on time. He ensures that you know things are happening things are in the right place before service will begin and the person because of that thing the person is doing his commitment to the things of God leadership says ah we have to ordain this man as a deacon as soon as he's ordained as a deacon he comes and brings family members to chat picture make you deacon after that deacon his commitment has changed focus when he now becomes a pastor 
is different. To us, reverend is higher than pastor. So reverend. Then becomes a bishop. Ah, at that level there. But you don't realize something. This is it. When you were a member, you had just this space to be diligent. As soon as you are made the deacon, we have enlarged your territory of, of weeding. When you become a pastor, we increase it. When you become a bishop, it is widened. So in this kingdom, when you are given a certain functional position, you must function. Your territory for work has been increased. It means more slavery. <laughs> Look to the neighbor, you are a servant. Or a master. I know some people of God, as a church, if our service is up, you have empty seats by your side. Because, the, see, the result of service cannot be hidden. It's like pregnancy. It will show. If we are seven, no, we don't have to say it. People will know that we are seven. Service is outcomes as seen by all. By all. You don't need prophetic anointing to know if somebody is seven. You will know. There are other, there are internal blessings, eternal blessings and external results that show that a person is seven. As a proof. Things that show. So if we serve Jesus, we serve Jesus by following and we follow by imitating what he does. I didn't say what he did because Christ is still serving. That's why you're calling on him. God has not stopped serving. Jesus has not stopped serving. The blood has not stopped serving. That is why now you can say in the name of Jesus, something happens. He's still serving. The proof of life is activeness, not passiveness. Do you know that creation is still serving? That's why you're comfortable on this seat. The day the sun says, I will not serve. And the wind says, I will not serve humanity. We are all gone. So it simply means that even nature is what it is now because they are all seven. Is somebody here with me at all? Everything is seven. Your organs are seven. So as we're sitting here right now, you breathe in something. And your organs are seven servicing you. So you breathe it out. And your breathing out services the environment. And so the plants too will take what you brought out. They will also do their own thing. And they serve you back with oxygen. So people of God, the way God made the earth, everybody is seven. When you are not serving an alien to humanity. And that's why in this life, even in, in, in natural human law, if you are not solving a problem, you don't have money. Because solving a problem is service. If you pick this car, they are both serving themselves. That's why there's friction. So everything moves by service. Everything works by service. Now, I'm talking service, 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 service. What is service? Here are a few things that as I was meditating, I wrote down and I, I know that's going to be a blessing. My time is almost getting up. 
kingdom service means promoting the king and the kingdom's agenda what is service what is kingdom service it means promoting the king and the kingdom's agenda and i'm sure we all know who the king is hallelujah oh hallelujah so kingdom service means promoting making known ensuring that the king and the kingdom's agenda is what is being carried out number two kingdom service means dedicating your life to advancing the kingdom dedicating your life to advancing the kingdom dedicating your life to advancing the kingdom number three kingdom service means or it suggests that this is the reason why I am breathing to magnify the king and the kingdom I hope somebody is writing some notes one of the ways by which you enjoy more of God's word is if you show that you cherish God's word by taking notes when you don't take notes you mean that that thing comes is not important that's what it means access to revelation is not because you are praying in tongues it's how you treat what comes to you treat it with respect amen are you here with me so it suggests that this is why I'm breathing to magnify the king to make him big wherever I find myself kingdom service means that that is the father's way for my benefit kingdom service is a proof of your love for the Lord so your love for the Lord is not a confession after you are dancing in it do it the proof of your love for God is your doing in seven hallelujah service is your genuine expression of gratitude to God for salvation service is your genuine expression of thank you oh God for saving me so thanking God with mouth without service is not a genuine way of showing gratitude to God that he saved you that she was fantastic now service is the way the saint exhales the life that he inhaled from the Lord all I'm saying is that is the way the saint who breathe out the life Christ has given that he has breathed in hallelujah so by service we breathe out what God has placed in us the life we have received in the inside of us. Amen. Do you know that a person who is given to service, 
does not need to pray for a gift of the spirit do you know that do you know that a person who is given to service does not need to say lord give me prophetic anointing hey, you don't need to ask for it why when you serve you allow the giftings of the spirit of god that are in the spirit which the spirit is in you to express itself so people of god don't waste your time to go and fast and pray for any of the spiritual gifts you see the few that were mentioned in first corinthians 12 and then um, romans 15 don't waste your time just be available to serve and you realize that all these gifts are there listen it's called the gift of the spirit it means they belong to the holy ghost and where is he residing paul said don't you know that your body is the temple of the holy spirit so it means that the holy spirit resides in me and his gifts resides in him so where are the gifts they are in me but when i begin to serve i am justifying why there should be a release of the gifts so the gift of healing the gift of helps all the gifts there will just find expression every servant is a worthy host of divine power every servant is a worthy host of divine power may we be worthy hosts of divine power in the name of jesus some years ago i had some friends and i would spend so much time studying the word of god and spend time worshiping praying in tongues and we had another set of friends who they spent time praying for hours they pray for hours and we're going to a meeting realize that by the help of the holy spirit in one meeting i'm operating over five gifts at the same time and he come and ask how is that happening so why would it happen i never asked him for a gift i asked for him and i made myself available for him so whatever one he wishes to use like this friday at a prayer i'm going to preach at a csc branch and the old radha hashene hallelujah he was just enjoying himself enjoying himself so when you become you make up your mind my life is given for the king and the kingdom and his agenda you are a worthy host of divine power you will express god wherever you find yourself even in this season of rescue too hallelujah people of god time is on my side to let you know this too that in this kingdom service is leadership in this kingdom service is what in this kingdom you need to know that service is the nature of the fruit of the spirit service nurtures the fruits of the spirit it's in service you know that you have the spirit of patience service will let it come out <laughs> service is a sign of growth or maturity now where do I serve where do I serve now apart from you serving in church 
your number one assignment for service place of service is the fields of winning souls that's the number one and every other thing revolves around it so people of God the proof of your service must be seen is so winning if our heart does not beat for souls we don't have a heart beat for God that is what makes God heart beat for winning souls in our days you didn't have opportunity of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter there are some of you on your status you only see Buddha's wisdom words that's what I've been seeing. A lot of young people, they put Buddha's wisdom words. Yeah. They don't look at it. You see, they put the Buddha down there. Because the thing sounds good. And they put it there. So all the 66 books in the Bible, you couldn't find a place to find a scripture and put. They put the Eka. I don't know why you're confused now. And now they're tall. No be a baby. There should be an active desire and an active step to show service in the kingdom by preaching Christ. In whatever way you find yourself, whatever way you can do it. Hallelujah. So your number one place of service is in the field of winning souls. Tell people about Jesus Christ. About Jesus Christ. And then number two, everything you do that makes the souls have a right atmosphere to grow is what you serve. So there are two things I've said, and every other thing falls in these two categories. Number one is that you serve by winning souls, telling men about Jesus Christ, not just telling them, making sure that they are grounded in the faith and they grow. And then number two, every other thing you do in your local church that makes the place conducive for the souls that you have won to grow is service. So for example, we need ushers who will bring people in so they sit rightly. So there will be disorder. So that those that the souls that come in can see a kingdom culture of sitting where you are supposed to sit. Hallelujah. We have a praise and worship team. They are supposed to lead us. They are creating a right environment uh, for the souls that are brought in to grow. There's a sound department. So people of God, listen carefully. Your service in church is not for a pastor, it's not for a bishop, it's not for anybody, not it is for God. Please, are you getting my point here? So, for example, a young guy who is playing drums for a church or playing the keyboard for a church, and maybe you had an agreement with the pastor that after every every service he will give you hundred Ghana CDs for transportation, and for the past one month he has not done it. Then you carry the keyboard and go home. Or you are a sound engineer. You get my point? And then maybe uh, service is going on. Maybe you didn't come on time. And then we ask for the going to the sound. The positive has come, you see him, then you go and sit down somewhere. Someone will be for alcohol. Okay, okay. Are you getting me? Your service creates the atmosphere. You are joining your king to create the right atmosphere so that these souls that are precious to him, when they come into the church, they are happy and they begin to grow. 
because of you. But you see, they say, when you behave in church, and that's what Papa was teaching us, teaching us last week from Philippians. How many of you remember the teachings? There's a kind of culture you can have in church. When people come, they'll get out. It's a service that makes the local church conducive for men to come sit down. So you know that somebody's doing something, then because of self, you won't talk. You won't go and look for somebody and say, the person is just new in the faith. He's just two weeks in the faith. In fact, one week in the faith, you didn't get anybody to go and talk to about your pastors or your deacons than that person. What are you doing? What are you doing? And you know what the Bible says? If you are not gathering with God and you are scattered, you are an enemy of God. So you'll be wondering why everybody gives a seed and they have a testimony. Your seed is not speaking. It's not prayer. You are disturbing God in what he's doing. Am I helping somebody? By God's help. Hallelujah. Oh, you are a kingdom worker. We must come and pray so that the atmosphere will be conditioned for people of God to, to come and grow. You won't come and pray. You are not helping God. As a kingdom citizen, you are not performing your responsibilities. You are irresponsible. Now you see, when we say these things, you look for an excuse and throw it in away. Don't do it because it will judge you later. Let me say this. Nobody has genuinely served God and left the way they are. Look for it and come and tell me. Nobody. Nobody. You don't need a placard to do, go on demo for God to increase your pay in service. He knows it. We may think you are seven, but he's the one that is marking the thing. Not knowing you are very faithful, but not faithful. We just see you, but he sees your heart, and he appraises you, so men can praise you, and you are raised on that level. People of God, don't joke with this mystery. Kingdom service is a mystery for your greatest. I heard a man of God saying this morning, I was listening to this man of God. He says that you have been married for the past five years. No child. You can win souls for your children. You tell the devil, for every five souls I win, it's three of my children. It's the key. And when you come to the church too, what must I do for the souls to have a good place so they can grow? That's why we buy the microphones. So the pastor is preaching, will not be shut every day, he will lose his voice, he can't preach again. That's why we buy microphones. Why, why do we have chairs? Why are we trying to get AC? So when they come and sit down, they can concentrate. Because when the vessel, this guy, is confused, whatever you are saying, will not enter. But let me call ETS here. People of God, this is the only reason in my life. Oh. Do you know why you got that job you got? <laughs> it's not for you to feel that you are also doing something. It's for you to provide for the king's agenda. That is why a man that serves can boldly stand before God and say, Lord, give me a job. He's justified. Why? If God gives that job and that pay, that money is come to the house of God. But you see, when you're praying, you can't say it loud. Because you now you know that even the tithe you must give, you couldn't give the tithe. When we are raising funds in church, you are angry. Men of service are worthy hosts of divine prosperity. Are you here with me at all? May God stir in us that heart for service. Your army shows you want to serve. People of God, when you serve, you live healthy. People of God, when you serve, you live long. 
There are many things that will live your life just because you are seven in the house of God. Don't be that Christian that you just come on Sunday, you hear the word, then you take your, your tab, your bag, you go away. The next time we see you again, next two weeks, you will not grow. God is in need of workaholics. I shared one of these Thursdays that God is in need of workaholics. Not workers, but workaholics. Every idea you get for business is for the kingdom. If the businesses that you get is for your personal whatever, then when you die, when you die, like we went for a funeral yesterday, a great man, great man. So many wonderful things about the man, wonderful things about the man. Rich, he supports the things of God. Now you know something? The pastor that preached made a statement. He said, I was here some, just some few weeks ago before the man passed away. This is his house. He had his birthday here. He stood right here. See this mighty house. But where was he placed when he was going? In the chop box. If the house is for him, he should package the house like Lego, put it inside. They cry away. If the car is for him, the car should be added. I get my point. If the wife and the children are for him, they should be in that box too. But he's going alone. That's how you and I will go alone. The only thing that will follow us doesn't enter the box. It takes the lead before we get there. It's your service. Your service are the ushers that will usher you to heaven. Your service are the protocol team that will pave way for you to come before the king and receive your recommendation from the king. Your service, they are invisible angels that go ahead of you. When you don't serve, you have no such angels around you. Ah, I wish you can get this. Look at how we are diligent in our secular work. We are so diligent making money. But you see, you cannot make money. Money is a servant of somebody. It's a servant or a servant of God. You have been trying to make the money since now. It's been breaking and you can't make it. You know the family you're coming from. Eh? Uh-huh. There are some families they will not call you until when money enters your hand. And they will call you. That his school fees just came. Uh, hey, wait, alcohol hospital. If you don't do it, they say you're not a good person. You only call when the money comes. But you know something? There is he that supplies the needs of he that is dependent on him. Such a person is not a reservoir of wealth. He is a channel that wealth flows through. It means every now and then, something is flowing through the person. May you arise in this kingdom as a servant. May you serve with your might, your heart, your soul, every part of you. And as you are serving, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, heaven will honor you in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands and pray. Say, Father, quicken my heart for service. In the name of Jesus Christ. Quicken my heart for service. A man who is serving the kingdom. There are some prayers you don't need to pray again. Why? Because heaven will take care of it for you. God will hear it before you say, Ah, your service is a prayer point. Your service is a prayer point. Your service is an intercession. Your service is supplication. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. I can't hear you pray. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. Spirit of God, stay in me. Stay in me, Lord. Stay in me. Stay in me. And I'll be committed. I'll be committed. I will be diligent. Oh, keep praying, saint of God. How long shall we live? How long shall we live? 
How long shall we live? Shall we spend our days in seeking after what the hidden seek for? Or shall we spend our days seeking after the agenda of a king? What are we living for? While we are alive, while we are alive, oh, saint of God, pray. We are alive to serve God. We are alive to ensure we promote the kingdom. Oh, promote the kingdom. Promote the kingdom. That's why we are alive. That's why we are alive. That's why we are alive. Pray for a stirring. I tell you, if you can pray this prayer well, oh, people of God, you'll be, not, you'll be the same again. You'll not be the same again. Ah. This is a master key. It's a master key to open other doors. Many other doors. Answer to service. The king's call is for us to serve. Know his agenda and put our lives on the line and serve. We are here today praying and having service because some people in the kingdom gave up their lives to serve this continent with the gospel. And here we are. Here we are. Years have passed. Hundreds of years have passed. And we are proclaiming Jesus Christ. Because some came to serve. Some came. Some came. They took the primary work of service. And they are doing, oh God, stir me up. Oh God, I've sat down for too long. Stir me up. Stir me up. Forgive me if I've made men make me reduce my service. Oh God, forgive me. Oh God, forgive me. You are the focus of the service. You are the focus of the service. Oh, you are the focus of the service. My heart is set on you. Our heart is set on you. Our heart is set on you. Our heart is set on you. I will ensure God that your work <laughs> prospers in my care. Your work will prosper in my care. Ah. Emara bashenda lebe, rebala bahasuna, keba bahayono. Oh, two more minutes. Just pray quickly. Pray, 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 pray. In prayer, you receive that divine stirring. Oh God, oh King of Glory, King of Glory, King of Glory, King of Glory, King of Glory. King of glory, King of glory, help me make the right investment with time. Help me make the right investment with time. With my life, help me invest rightly. Help me invest in service, in service, in service, in service. This is the key. In service, in service. Oh, King of glory. Oh, King of glory. Hallelujah. Finally, look at me. There are a lot of us here that are young people. We are young. We are young. I can tell you that when my dad was in his 30s, <laughs> uh, uh, there are some things you see around here you would have seen in there. You can't stand it. And not normally he would say something, he said that, the energy to do what I want to do, I can't do now. I can only teach you. Whether we like it or not, a time will come in our season of lifetime but we will not have the energy to do some things. So the old men will dream dreams. Young men will see visions. Are you with me? Now 
we have a lot of us here that are 20 something, 30 young now as you are standing I want to evaluate yourself and please tell yourself how much of your life so far has genuinely been given to serving God and mark yourself, you have one minute check your age, how old you are now and now calculate and see, look at yourself carefully look at yourself carefully if you are getting confused, just look at just three years, don't go too far, just three years so so far, we are ending the May, so we can do May financial statement life statement, just go back and look your trading profit and loss account your balance sheets, check and see how many liabilities you have there Check and see. Maybe it's too far. Let's look at only the month of May. How much of my life in May was devoted to God? Do you want to wait when you have clocked 80 and you can't run? Let's want to run the gospel? No, it's now. Every young person, give the kingdom a reason for you to live up to 80. Every young person, you, if you serve God diligently, people of God, it will be a different story at old age. I pray that everyone here this morning did not receive a word from a man, but you received God's own word, doctrine, caution and correction, mysteries downloaded into you, May you live in accordance with this word as a church. May we arise unto service. Whatever area we find, if you have not placed seven in church, ah, after service, see me. You must give your time to service. You will not be weak on the way. I said, You will not be weak on the way. I said, You will not be weak on the way. Why don't you shout amen as a way of service? You will not be weak on the way. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will serve the Lord. Even now you will serve the Lord. Tomorrow you will serve the Lord. In your own age you will serve the Lord. And you shall be like a cedar. In Zion. You will not go weary. But you will be fresh. In the name of Jesus. As our eyes are bowed you are here. You are not born again. You have not accepted the Lordship of Jesus Christ. That's your first registration for service. Jesus you are here this morning you know yourself better than anybody around you even if you're a twin your twin doesn't know you that much 
you can tell that salvation is not an experience for you. You can tell that Jesus has no place in your life. You can tell the master is not your master. This morning, if you are here, what I'm saying right now applies to you. Just lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Specially. Lift up your, if you have someone like that here. Wahasa. Upase. Let me remind us that it's not about church going. <laughs> As a pastor that preached for many years, he wasn't born again. Today he got born again. It was a miracle. He didn't know. It's not about going to church. It's about encountering Jesus. There's nobody here like that. I pray for everybody. The peace of God is upon us. The grace of God is working us. You are blessed.